Dente Rigamortis. I'm Review Cultist. I'm Mikey, the East Answer Evil. And I'm the Gamer in Yellow. And we're here to discuss those internet stories, most creepy and most pasta, and be critically silly doing it. Tonight we have Leza. Or Leza. Or Liza. We'll get Lisa. to it. <laughs> You're tearing me apart, Liza. <laughs> um, literally, actually. Oh my god. Um, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Damn space wolves. <laughs> um, so uh Lisa or Leza. I'm gonna I'm gonna do how I was saying it the whole time. Leza. It looks like Leza. Uh, yeah, Leza. <laughs> Leza. <laughs> uh so Le- uh Leza is by Eon X on creepost.wiki. Um so you can check it out there if you wish, but Otherwise, we're going to do our whole shtick and discuss the story at hand. Um, so, uh, starting with our initial recommendations, I'm going to partially recommend this one. I am going to yes and no. So, partial recommendation. Yeah, partial. <laughs> <laughs> Why must you be so difficult, Mikey? <laughs> The e truly stands for. <laughs> the e truly stands for evil. Yeah. And and gamer. Oh yeah, I'm also going to do a yes and no. So, so a partial recommendation. God damn it. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, partially. Yeah, we'll call that. <sighs> okay. Well, let's see why we all gave yes and no responses to the story. Uh, let's start with the rundown, though, shall we? Um, so Nair, or should I say Beval- uh, Bevela Marth, as we find out a little a ways later in the story, um, is a young hunter with a group of hunters from the tribe of Huntrez on the planet Terrace. In their people's history, they were visited by humans from Earth and after a violent event seemed to have humans and perhaps other sapient alien species mingled in with their tribal culture down the generations. Uh, this particular group, um, the Huntres, uh, or this particular group, are out hunting for food when Bavella, or Bevela, uh, Bevel- I'm really bad with these names today. <laughs> pick a pronunciation, whatever you pick, it's going to be wrong, but let's at least be consistent. That's fair. Yeah, so Bevela uh, encounters a pack of the titular Leza, uh, wolf-like animals, which are considered good luck when you see one of them, but death when you see a pack. Fortunately for Bevela, they are all asleep. So Bevela returns to the group and suggests they attack and kill the pack for the meat. But Hegix, an elemental-wielding member of the group, thinks that's a bad idea. And that ends up being true as the group is attacked by the pack. Uh, they lose Turbic, uh, Bevela's blood brother, uh, before Bevela manages to slay one of the beasts. But with Turbic dead, by their laws, Bevela, le- uh, Bevela led the beasts to them with his scent, and so ultimately killed Turbic, which is punishable by enlightenment. 
Um, sorrowfully, they continue their hunt with Gerva, the scouting hunt, uh, hunter mistress of the group. Uh, and someone Bevla is attracted to, despite that being a taboo thing, uh, wakes up Bevla and reveals that they will all receive the punishment of enlightenment because it seems that in the night, Hegix, who was on uh, patrol, accidentally killed a wandering Huntrex member out in the woods. Um, however, their luck might have improved because while while on his watch, Bevela discovers a locket with an ancient map to the human technologies that could boost their tribal civilization up uh, tenfold. Thus, perhaps forgiving the group for their past transgressions. Um, so the group journeys on, traveling into the desert valley of scorching heat and being stalked by the Leza in the process. Uh, it's on this journey, Gerva and Bevela end up in bed together. Uh, they're already, they've already blown past a ton of laws in their tribe. What's one more? <laughs> um, but when Gerva goes missing while scouting and Bevela races out to find her, they learn the true fate of Turbic's body. Um, they discover that the Leza are apparently dragging the remains uh, along with them as they stalk the group. Um, they race to the next phase of the map, uh, a deep ravine with many caves. After levitating and climbing down to these caves, and exhausted by that ordeal, they all fall asleep in one of the caves. But Bevela wakes up to the alpha male Leza somehow in the cave with them, and it attacks and kills them all. Credits. I, I mean, wait, hang on. There's more. Um, it's then realized that Bevela wakes up in a room where he receives his enlightenment punishment, which appears to be a trance-like state that tortures the mind of the prosecuted um, with vivid experiences and visions. Uh, he was indeed the one that killed Turbic, but his punishment served uh, the but with his punishment served, he is now released, and his mind starts to slip a bit as his true memories begin to come back. It appears that during the enlightenment, like everything he that whole journey he experienced with this group was for the most part all just like false memories from this uh, enlightenment punishment. Finn. Uh, so I suppose we'll move on to everyone tolerates the grammar inquisitions at this point. Um, yeah, I've, I've got a handful. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna start with this one here <laughs> the eerie yellow light emitting form them was always a view of beauty for me. I think that's just supposed to simply be uh, emitting from them. <laughs> I totally missed that. Yeah. There's another one in the mm. story that happened that happens and uh, it's a lot funnier. <laughs> um, <laughs> there was a rustling in the plant behind me. Um, I think I, uh, this one kind of bugged me because, like, I feel like in this instance it should have been uh, there was a rustling in the plants behind me. However, the rest of that paragraph, or like when they go into like what's beyond the plants and stuff, it always refers to plant as singular. So, like, because they're specifically talking about one plant that is making noise, like a bush. Although, like, when it's yeah. behind you, you don't know which specific one it is. Yeah, so exactly. In, yeah. in the instance of it being behind you, you would say plants. But when you turn around and see the one plant moving, then you singular it. I suppose, yeah. Um, 
And then my next one here. Uh, some from the blinded Laza, uh, some probably from Turbic. Uh, this is the one time it happens, but Turbic is spelled with an E throughout the story, except here where it is a U. Um, yeah, huh. it's just yeah, it's it's so because like in my when I was like doing my like writing up my rundown, I kept spelling Turbic with a U because that's how I originally saw it, and then I was like, wait. Was it with an E? And then I looked back. It's like most of it is with an E, except for this one instance. <laughs> oh. So yeah. Uh, next one here. Um, my prey, hopefully, went herd to the spirit trees, where I could hopefully find before my enlightenment. So I I just rewrote this sentence a little bit, like restructured it a bit. Um, my prayers too, hopefully. Um, with so like my prayers to comma hopefully comma went to the spirit trees comma so that I could find the key to civilization before my enlightenment because I think that's where it was tr- what it was trying to say <laughs> but it was really jank <laughs> yeah I rewrote it to just my mm-hmm. prayer hopefully was heard by the spirit trees yeah but there's that whole thing about like them hopefully like finding uh, um, finding something before enlightenment. So I was like, okay, they're probably it's probably like hopefully they find this key to civilization before enlightenment. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Right. Yeah, uh, and then the next thing I have here, of course, finding a possible lead to the key of help to our uh, of our no, hang on, <laughs> finding a possible lead to the key of help to fi- to our world was a little big. So I think it should be like uh lead to the key to help our world. <laughs> it doesn't need that of <laughs> in there. <laughs> or it needs that of needs to be changed to a two. And then the next thing I have the sun parched me. The hard earth were making feet ache and we were all we were a and we were only halfway through the horrible nightmare of a place before the sun set. So I kind of restructured this again, this one too. So, well, I added, there's a couple of words that were, that were off to me. So I, I added them and I figured just saying the whole, saying the corrected sentence would be better. Um, the sun parched me. The hard earth was making my feet ache. And we were only halfway through that horrible nightmare of a place before the sun set. So I added like the was and the my and the that to try and correct the, um, to make it a little bit more legible. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Next thing here. um, I opened as I, I opened as I was shook. I I think you may, I opened my eyes as I was shook (laughs) or as I was shaken, even perhaps might be better. (laughs) The way I did it was I awoke with a start in shock. I opened my eyes. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. That would also accept. And then here's my uh, my other um, uh, form to from thing. Uh, my jaw dropped and I slowly rose form the bedroom, the bedroll. Transformed? <laughs> yeah, like as I form the bedroll. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, it's supposed to be, uh, and I rose from the bedroll. Mm. And then uh, the next thing here, I looked over at Gerva who looked rel- who looked relived and told her that I would stay up and keep watch. I think uh, you mean that she looked relieved 
unless she's a redead. <laughs> it's possible. It is possible. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And my next one. Uh, she finished by advancing towards me with a look in her eyes. So look is like separated by commas. And I feel like it should have quotations like with a look in her eyes. Why? Because as it is, it's like she she looked to, uh, like she first she like advanced towards me with a comma look comma in her eyes, and or you usually remove the whole comma situation. I, I so the reason why I see quotes is because it's like you know that look, like it in in like it like it's like it's a thing. <laughs> I suppose it, it could also do go with a quote without quotes, but I I, I think it, sh it would be better with with quotes rather than, especially. The What's the wording of it? I can't find it. So with she finished by advancing towards me with a comma look comma in her eyes. Yeah. Yeah. So it comma out doesn't really add the emphasis. So we either remove both to have it just with a look in her eyes or do ellipses to to like uh, actually make it pop more. Ellipses would work as well. I think quotations, though, are the ones to use for it because, again, it's like the. It, it like it it determines that it's a certain look that mm -hmm. yeah um and then my next one here i tried hard i tried hard not laugh as well oh caveman speech <laughs> they are like in a tribal I, they, uh, I, yeah, I, and you know what i i even have, i think i have this in my dial in my my comment here it's like not to laugh like tried hard not to laugh though i suppose the oddly slightly broken english does make sense even in the in the non-pure like dialogue here, like the narration, um, since it is part as part of their story, like they are a tribal culture that has like learned English from humans, but like it's not their native language. So, yeah, but if you go with that logic, then all of our grammar is not is, doesn't mean anything. That's why I'm 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 giving it like it's it's a, yeah. it's a soft pass. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next thing here. Finally, I saw a figure laying in the dirt. I ran faster towards the spot. Finally, I reached that spot and saw that it was indeed Gerva in the dirt. It sounded as if she was crying. So I didn't like the, the use of like the double use of finally. Like, finally, I saw her. I saw a figure in the dirt. Blah, blah, blah. Finally, I reached that spot and saw that it was indeed Gerva in the dirt. Yeah. Uh, I was like, maybe as I reached that spot instead of the, the second, finally mm -hmm. um, also for some reason at the end there, it's like, it sounded as if she was comma crying. It's like, why is that comma there? <laughs> it's like, may, again, like I, I would either remove, I, I would remove the comma and maybe even add an ellipses. Like you stated earlier. Yeah. It's like, and she was da -da -da, crying. Um, then my next one here. Then I explain what we had seen. Uh, I think you need uh, explained <laughs> with an ED at the end. Mm -hmm. And my next one, I'm almost done. I've got like a couple more. Um, I complaining. Okay. At least neither, none of us, our listeners yeah. maybe, I'm not sure. <laughs> well, that's why we have the new timestamp uh, added onto our descriptors. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, I could have sworn a trail of damp soil followed in a trail behind us all made of tears maybe if we found the wreckage this would this would known as the trail of tears as a landmark to the site of the discovery 
think you need to this would be known as the as the trail of tears mm-hmm. and my next one mm. yes mikey oh nothing just agreeing <laughs> okay <laughs> that was a, that was an agreement uh hmm. all right <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my next one here. Should know my li- can use my now. Yeah, I know. Man. <laughs> um, <laughs> my legs collapsed, and I sat on my knees as tears gently fell from eyes. Again, this is like again the broken English thing, but like from my eyes. <laughs> no, they were falling yeah. from everyone's eyes, including the Laza's eyes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, like everyone's the English thing would work if. It was consistent through the whole thing, but most of the story is written as if it's English as a first language person writing it. Honestly. Yeah, or they're yeah, they're just more fluent in it. Yeah. Than than some of these things. Yeah. Um and then my next thing here. Actually, I that's one thing I want to bring up. I liked I really enjoyed Hegix's dialect. Because it was like it was sometimes hard to like understand, but like it was a really interesting like way of, of differentiating that character by using the, like his like this like really thick like drawl or like this really thick like um uh, accent oh, that how did you how did you imagine him talking Hegix? yeah yeah, yeah kind of like oh not a drawl but like more like an act like a very heavy like kind of almost like jamaican or caribbean accent he kind yeah. of seemed to have i yeah. heard of like a trinidadian sort of yeah, like so, somewhere, like somewhere down there, like the French mixed in with like because it's like it's because uh, I think Caribbean, like that kind of like that kind of accent is like a heavily like influenced by French accent. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, but uh, moving on to the next thing here. Um, then began the challenge of me climbing, not the others. However, I could simply levitate them below after much, in brackets, painful and bracket effort. Both Hegix and Gerva were down below. I had to climb down with put effort. So I feel this. I feel like I know what this is trying to say. So I, I but it, it, it's not saying it correctly. So I, I tried to like kind of cr- like make it work for me. Um, mm-hmm. Then began what would be a challenge for me, but spare the others. I could levitate Gerva and Hegix down, though with painful effort. After that, I would need to climb down the cliffs myself, which was also taxing. Yeah. Like, it just, like, it, it, it's obviously like what it was trying to say, but it was just like, what the? the <laughs> Why are there brackets? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's separating these with brackets. It's like, yeah, it was just, yeah. And then my next thing here, actually, this is my last grammar inquisition. I sat there waiting, growing less and less patient. Until finally, I began to bed and plead with the with the thing to just kill me. I was like, "Whoa, okay." No. <laughs> I think it's supposed to mean beg and plead. <laughs> He's not going to bed <laughs> and plead with the Liza. I mean, that's one way. That, that is one way to do it. Like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but joking aside, I think it's beg. <laughs> yeah, probably. So. And that's the end of my grammar position. So, Mikey, the E stands for evil. All right, let's see. I, I have an it that I signaled out, and then I have a conjunction junction. So, okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, the Did quote you the here. so much today. <laughs> Why? <laughs> well, but because I thought it was kind of funny, the visual. All right, okay. signal out the so, it story, and then we'll do the, yeah. yeah. 
Well, we'll do this one though, because technically the first one's just a grammar position. Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, so, uh, a clawed hand gripped my skull. It lifted me into the air, then gazed deep into my eyes. Uh, the claw. So we have <laughs> the claw has eyes. Oh God! I mean, maybe it's an alien creature. I mean, yeah, that's the thing. It could be. Yeah, uh, but at that point, it's the Lisa. So, but then yeah. we don't know much about it. And then at that point, I think that's the first time we find out that they have claws that can lift. Yeah. Yeah. So does that mean they have? Yeah, so they have opposable thumbs. Yep, they do. Yeah, <laughs> they're so. more like a werewolf-like species, or like some kind of like kind of cross between a wolf and a primate, or primate. Hmm. Is it primate or primate? Primate? Like, is it a T or a P primate. at the end? Uh, there's a T. Uh, if you're doing Pokemon, it's a P. That's what it was. Okay. Yeah. Private. <laughs> All right. Yep. So, so now for my conjunction junction. All right. And next stop, conjunction junction. Doot, doot. It all began 200 moons ago. It took a mere three moons for us to learn English. So, back to my tale. I watched the Lisas sleeping peacefully. But there was nothing. It dived at me, and I quickly moved left. It flew at my face within mere inches. It looked like he wouldn't pay attention to anything else. It was a small locket with a ruby in the front panel. It was odd seeing his entire change of in mood from night to morning. It appeared as if she would start screaming at me at any moment. It sounded as if she was crying. But when she looked at me, she immediately flew at me and hugged me tight. It felt like hours of silence, but when I finally looked up, the sun only moved a little distance from where it had been, and so we traveled on. It couldn't have been any later than four in the morning. It was staring at us and snarling. It finished off Gerva and quickly tackled Higgix. It simply sat there, not even a muscle twitching towards my death. It lifted me into the air and then gazed deep into my eyes. It turned me around so my back was facing it. It was different from how I remembered, but I suppose my true memory would eventually return. Finn. So that changed a little bit. It, like like at the beginning, it was like like um he was be, uh, like he saw Beliza like sleeping, and then it vanished, and then it came at him from the side, and then it became a locket. No, it, it wasn't uh, Eliza at all. Like he was just watching oh. these wolves sleep, and then all of a sudden a locket jumped out from yeah. the bush, like yeah. a locket locket mimic. 
jumped yeah. out to attack him and like growled at him and then it like started being cute and then like blomped him and then yeah <laughs> yeah yeah because it shifted like because it shifted pronouns in a minute so like it shifted from being a guy to a girl like yeah and then they, they and were then, like happy together and stuff yeah and then and then and then it and then it it, it uh it it hulked out again killed some of his friends or something whatever and then um apparently all that was just false memories <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so like, that was like, yeah. So no, you know what I you know what it is? He woke up at the end. It was all yeah, a dream. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a hell of a dream. I mean, honestly, that played out like a dream, kind of too. Like the way yes. that the way like, the way the conjecture injection worked, because it was like mm-hmm. like things don't necessarily have to make sense in terms of like how they happen and stuff in dreams. For sure. And speaking of how conjunction junctions work, Mikey does these strings of sentences to highlight all the sentences in a story that start with words that they probably shouldn't, like it's ands, or buts. And there's always better words. And when we string them together, sometimes we get hilarious results, like a a mimic locket attacking someone, then glomping them. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) To modify a uh, an Ian Malcolm quote, uh, "Love finds a way." But uh, yeah, I guess it's on to uh, the grammar in yellow. It is. Alrighty. This is when they were um, like attacking the plant. The plant yeah. burned, and there was a horrific screech. The plant, it couldn't be screaming. Plants couldn't scream. Then that meant it could only mean Sorry, I gotta reread this because that last part's weird. I didn't even correct that. Um, then that meant it could only mean I turned and looked at Gerva. So there's a couple of sections in this I find weird. The first part is when it says like the plant, it couldn't be screaming. Plants couldn't scream. Yeah, I feel like an ellipsis there would be better because he's like trying to rationalize what's happening. Yeah, so, like, like he's plant ellipsis <clears throat> couldn't be screaming. Plants couldn't scream. And then that last part <laughs> when. When I read that last part first, I didn't have a problem with it, but trying to vocalize that, that last part's weird. Because it's, then that meant it could only mean, period. I feel <laughs> I like that one's like, then that girl. meant, like, I, I feel like that one's like, then that meant, dot, dot, dot. It could only mean, dot, dot, dot. I turned to Gerva. <laughs> yeah, like, because <laughs> like, it's, it's like, he, he has a, still... a train of thought, and then he has to stop that train of thought to do other things. But yeah, it or like, show yeah. that because it's just perioded out. Yeah, it's it's he's clearly having like it's like having some kind of revelation like happen to his in his he's having a brain blast <laughs> and it's just like it's like wait, but that means no, couldn't mean Gerva and then like turns to yeah like that's what that's clearly what it's trying to do but it's like hard to it's having a hard time like um, presenting that, that to across, us yeah yeah mm-hmm. yep and then I'll move on. Uh, am I the only one that sectioned all this out by uh, chapter, by the way? I Yeah, you did. Cool. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> I don't care I either did, way. I, just I, I didn't even realize there was, there was chapter. I knew there was like horizontal, there was like the horizontal lines. That was it, though. So, yeah, I did those as I basically did my notes in chapters because like that's me doing attempts at getting through this. Like, reading yeah. a bit by bit and then take a break, read some more, blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah. But yes, I'll move on. Uh, Hegix was carefully toasting the meat with his hands. He looked fully concentrated. When I first read this, 
I thought that meant that he was holding the meat over the campfire with his bare hands to cook it. <laughs> but then, but, yeah. but then I realized, like, no, he's like holding the meat in his hands and using magic to cook it. But it doesn't. Yeah. Say yeah. It. Yeah, it, like, yeah, it does say earlier that he's like an elemental, so you can kind of surmise that like he's using fire magic or whatever. But yeah, it could be a little bit more clear. <laughs> yeah, hammer home on it just because it like clarifies the visual more. So it'd be like Hegix was carefully toasted the meat with the magic, with the magic hands. <laughs> that weird with the magic fire in his hands. Yeah, he looked fully concentrated on it and all that. Yeah, yeah he's just rolling concentration checks the whole time. Yep, totally. Okay, I have a bit of a note in this one as well, just so I don't have to read over it twice. But either way, um, this is when um, Nair, because I called him Nair throughout my whole notes. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> explaining to Gerva what the Blood Brothers stuff means. And he says, Blood Brothers, I corrected her. Only a process men learn. Sorry, only a process men learn of or can go through. If you find a friend so great, you go through the Brethren trials. So for me, the wording of that is kind of weird. Yeah. We're saying like only a process men learn. Shouldn't it be like a process only men can learn? It's uh, the only part that sounded weird. To yeah. Me. It is, it's, it's only a process. <laughs> but no, it's process that only men can learn. Is That's what it's about. Yeah. Yeah. The only should be in regards to the men because that's the only part of this, not the process part of it. Also, my note on this is like I kind of find a bullshit that only men can learn of or go through this blood brother trial. Because like I, I get it if like in their culture only men can do it, but women yeah. would know about it. <laughs> Why? Yeah, it, it, I, did, I did. I did. I did. Under wraps. <laughs> I did find it very bizarre because especially since like, I think <laughs> earlier, like doesn't Gerva say that like Turbic is his blood brother? Like uh, I, I was pretty sure it said that like earlier on, like it's like like Turbic was your blood brother. You've killed him, and it's like what? <laughs> like and yeah, then the like first instance of uh, <laughs> of blood brother is Gerva. Yeah, at me with anger, she spoke harshly to me. You just had to go looking for trouble, didn't you? You just killed Turbic, damn it! Your own damn, you killed your own blood brother. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then she, she but then, brought it up. But then like yeah, the, but then um Nair because I can't I can't remember his 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 actual Same name. Nair. Yeah, Nair, Nair uh, has to mansplain <laughs> what Blood Brothers <laughs> to Gerva. She knows damn well. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, so maybe the whole, like, women can't know of it, that just has to be removed. Like, if only men can do it, fine, that's their religion or whatever, but... Yeah, like, if, if it had been like, don't you remember, Gerva? Like, this is how the process works. But, like, yeah. like how, something like that, like, just so, like, because it, it, it may, really, to me, it makes it seem like Gerva suddenly just doesn't know what that is, that, that, uh, what that means she but even though she she talked about it earlier yeah so or she brought it she's the one that brought it up earlier so it's weird yeah or even gerva had explained it's like it's like oh you must have gone through the uh like you had to go through the trial with with uh turbic right and then like have a have it be part of a conversation like but like back and forth mm-hmm. for sure yeah but i shall move yeah uh this is actually in regards to him explaining the trials further. They then draw an X on each arm. There is a sign in the room where you are thrown into with daggers. It said something about the loyalty without question or anger. Basically, the task was that both of you had an X drawn on your arm, and under each arm was the key. 
to two doors to exit the, the room. The blades are enchanted. And you're unable to harm yourself. Basically, when one figures it out, the room is as well enchanted. One person has to have their the other trust him enough to cut open his arm and take each key um, without either becoming angry. Yeah. Wording of that is a little strange. It's yeah. only thing very strange. And I, I yeah. don't know. Um, you, so the way you, yeah, okay, sorry. Yes, I rewrite all my shit. Um, okay. So the way that I rewrote it is uh, they then draw an X on each arm and then throw you both in a locked and enchanted room with only enchanted daggers that are unable to be used to... Sorry, unable to be... Why, 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 why does I think... I think like for me, it would be like unable to um, cut the handler. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, the problem with this is like at the the second sentence, it says there's a sign in the room where you're thrown, where you are thrown into with the daggers. Yeah, so like there's a sign on the room, like you're same room, into a room that is full with daggers. Yeah, yeah. It's like oh, just like the worst Macaulay Culkin, uh, or like the worst. Um, like home alone trap ever a little <laughs> a bit, yeah. full of daggers or the best trap maybe <laughs> yeah, i get for well for for the defender of the home yeah mm-hmm. but yeah uh rewrite would be like they then draw an x on each arm and throw you both in a locked and enchanted room all you have with you are enchanted daggers that are unable to be used to harm yourselves there's a sign in the room and uh, and it said something about loyalty without question or anger Basically, each person has to have the other trust them enough to cut open his arm and take each key without either becoming angry to open the double doors to escape the room. Yep. No, that works. That works a lot. That's a lot more clear than what it said in the story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because like it says, like <laughs> there's an X on your arm, and under yeah. each arm was a key. Like it's just hanging. No, no I, I think it's like inside of the arm. Yeah, yeah that's what I assumed, but it wasn't very clear. Yeah, especially because like, like if it like it's like there's an X on your arm, a bracelet, or I was <laughs> I was thinking, I, I was thinking even worse like there's an X on your arm, but underneath your arm, like in the flesh underneath your arm, is a key inside your body. So you you have to like trust the person to cut open your underarm, which I'm pretty sure is like one of the places where like if you cut wrong, you kill somebody. It's <laughs> like really. under in their armpit or something. If you kill if you stab somebody in their armpit, they, they there's like a, like an artery or something that like can kill you instantly in there. Or it's like, it, or or it's a good, or it's a, or it's a place that's like easy access to your heart or something like that. I, I think yeah. maybe, yeah. But yeah, no, it's like <laughs> that's what I was thinking when I read. I read it. I was like, that, oh no, it's in their arm. Yeah. Yeah. It also doesn't say where on their arm. It just there's an X on each arm. It I, I think anywhere. I think it's supposed to mean that the X is like X marks the spot where it oh, is. Uh, dude, I understand. Okay. Yeah. I understood <laughs> that immediately. That's not my question. I'm yeah. saying it doesn't say where on the arm the X is. I, I get you as well. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm assuming it's in like the forearm or something, but it doesn't say. <laughs> yeah, it's just on their shoulder. <laughs> mm-hmm. It could be there too. You never know. But either way, I'll move on. Okay. And then, like after Nair finishes explaining the Blood Brothers ritual, he says, "I finished my tale with a sigh of sad." Shouldn't this be like a happy memory of him fondly remember re- remembering going through these trials with his best friend? It's I not think a memory. It, it's a happy memory, but it's sad to think about like, his friend is gone. 
I think that's where it's yeah. where it's meaning the sadness is from is like him because like I mean I have like I get memories of like my my one dog of like happy memories and I want I still also want to cry yeah. <laughs> so like because but the memory I, itself is happy yeah but I, I I would say like like sad I would I would actually probably change the sad memory to like melancholy memory because like that's the the word for like when you're happy but you're also sad yeah like melancholy yeah the way that I rewrote it is after I finished. Uh, sorry, I finished my tale with a sigh, remembering this happy memory of my lost friend. Because the memory is happy, but yeah. the friend is gone. Yeah. And that was actually my last one, though. Never mind. Okay. So, on to actual thoughts, then. Uh, I'm going to start with the image that we see on the uh, the wiki page. Um, I don't really think it adds anything to the story. Like, yeah, it, it's... It, yeah, it's a photo, uh, or it's it's a it's an image of of some wolf creatures. But like, I I feel like the the description we get of the lezas in the story were, are more are just as sufficient. And like, I don't know. To me, like, I they weren't alien enough, or they weren't like they like the wolf picture that we get. Like, it's a pack of of sinister looking wolves. But like, you cannot I, see their lower bodies at all. Yeah, but I they still like could I, have like human limbs under some Maybe, but like I, I just I don't know. It didn't do anything for me. The image, personally. So, I mean, fair enough. I mean, when I saw that image, and like when I started reading this, I was like, "That's you, fuck! <laughs> Those are laser wolves." I thought, "Damn it!" Uh, years ago. <laughs> I I that's because literally as soon as I saw the title yeah. and the picture. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> that okay. So I, I guess this this is gonna dive into my next quote here or my next comment, which is about the like Descora Lazant or the Laza. Um, and I was like, does anyone else keep calling it Laza, like an accented way of saying laser? Are are these like in fact laser wolves, the natural ecological rival to the laser raptor? <laughs> yeah. Totally is that why they went extinct thousands of years ago? Because yeah. <laughs> the laser wolves makes sense to me. Yeah. And then yeah, like I said earlier, it's like I I was having like I, I kept calling it Leza, but it could be Liza or Leza. <laughs> yeah, Leza Leza. Yeah. <laughs> Wingardium Leviosa. <laughs> Wingardium Leza. <laughs> it's a levitation spell actually from Harry Potter. For... Yeah, I know. Okay, I wasn't sure if you knew. And, and the main character has levitation magic. Oh my god. <laughs> What a revelation! <laughs> what a levitation! <laughs> nice. Um, and then my my next thing here is this quote here. It's a it's a paragraph long, but I'll I'll get through it. There was the Macalesh named Higgix. A Macalesh, <clears throat> a Macalesh was a very rare or a Macalesh was very rare among the tribes. Macalesh are much like the famed spellcasters of in earthling culture they can summon the elements to use to their advantage he was very tall and had skin so tan it looked like boko an animal much like a cow hide <clears throat> uh, so sh that should have been like it looked like a like boko hide uh an animal which much like a cow like yeah the, it, it breaks it up way too like the, that breakup is really no and really it's really heartbreaking <laughs> um, <laughs> um he was basically the soldier in the group, which left me. I was a, believe it or not, a conlusion. Uh, I was a master of the body, mind, and earth. I had the ability to heal wounds, trick others into courage or fear, and alter the world. I could levitate objects, create light, 
make someone's skin as hard as a laser's hide, and make a man my minion. I think the famed spellcasters in Earthling culture, uh, I do in quotes, matches a Conlusian better than a Maclesh, a Maclesh here. Like, to me, he's either like like a, a, a Conlusian is like a wizard's or or a sorcerer class or like a bard class. <laughs> um, with the amount of fucking cantrips apparently a Conlusian can do. <laughs> yeah. Versus a Maclesh, which just kind of remind like seems to me like an elemental druid. Um, in in D and D terms, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, also so like Akalash is like the DPS and the Kalusians like the freaking support class basically. Yeah, basically. Uh, and then I guess the hunt, hunter mistress is probably uh, a uh, like a ranger class. Mm-hmm. Now speaking of like the the fantasy sci fi fantasy elements of this thing, I have to connect connective tissues time. <laughs> Always. I yet again. <laughs> I started reading this story the week I started out getting into Outrider, a science fiction fantasy game where humans land on a planet, get stranded there because of a cataclysm, and while trying to survive, begin developing magical gifts as a result of an anomaly on the planet. Yep. And yeah, it's just like, of course. <laughs> the story Why I. You start doing that. Exactly. It's like, it's fucking like the gods of fate are just like, no, no, we're going to fuck with, with, with review cultists this entire time. Yeah. <laughs> this whole year. 2023 is the year of connective tissues for, for cultists mm-hmm. there. <laughs> ah, yeah, no, it was just like ridiculous. <laughs> um, then my next thing here, I now had my third heart scale. That was more than most 16 moons could say. I looked back at the others who appeared to be amazed at how fast I took down the Leza. I mean, from what I've read so far in this story, you do appear to be a YA protagonist, yeah. able to do um, crazy amounts of things naturally and very well. <laughs> like, yeah, no, he's, it, it, uh, this character, I and it, it kind of makes sense by the end, like that it's like all a dream. Like, of course, like he'd feel like he has like all this crazy stuff, unless that's actually what his his people can do naturally. And it's just like, okay, then you're just you're just a kind of a Mary Sue YA protagonist. <laughs> Yeah, in a way. That's what I refer to him as too. Yeah. Then my next thing here. Um I unfolded it and I unfolded it to find my heart lurch with excitement. The old tale was true. That or this was a horrific trick. I had found the map to the greatest treasure the legendary man had left. The key to technology. The wreckage of the UN hunter. This was a map to it. I feel like this should have been a bit, there should have been a bit more lead up to this discovery. Like there should have been mentioned a little bit more of this ship like earlier. Um, even if this is an aspect, uh, even if this aspect of the, of the story is all, it all ends up being like a fictitious part of the enlightenment punishment later. I still think like we could have used a little bit more like, context uh, ahead of time before like he just he just magically fi- he just randomly finds this locket and is like oh it's it's got a map to this great thing that i i should have told you about earlier but <laughs> or referenced earlier but i didn't yeah. i don't know i just I, I felt kind of in the dark when like he was like oh the old tales were true what what old tales <laughs> <laughs> now 
again, like because we we find out later this is like part of the enlightenment punishment, this kind of makes sense that like, yeah, no, this was a horrific trick because like effectively his entire this whole like YA novel plot that he was going through really is just part of the punishment for like that he that he suffers. Uh, like it's like ha- be, having a fantasy and then having it ripped in or like ripped from you or turned into a nightmarish thing. Like it's uh, the psychological uh, psychological damage um, uh, part of the uh, the punishment. Um, but I'll move on to the next thing here. <laughs> they both questioned why they were woken. And I responded by telling them to wait. I grabbed the map and carefully unfolded it. I explained to the two my entire story yeah you know all two lines of it how you saw the pendant on the tree and it had a map had this map almost a little too convenient too if you ask me <laughs> like his entire story is just like while on watch i found this locket on a tree and it has a map in it to the to a treasure the end <laughs> and it t- my entire story <laughs> I don't know, I'm being a little, like, silly, but it's just like... (laughs) (laughs) Seemed like there should have been a little bit more to him discovering it than just seeing it on a tree. (laughs) Yeah, it's not a story. Yeah. Well, you you see, this is actually a a and d campaign. He was on watch, got a natural 20, so the DM had to give him something. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> maybe when yeah. saying like I, I told them my entire story it's like I was born on a Tuesday <laughs> yeah. I was born 16 moons ago <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, uh, yeah uh, but I'll, I'll move on to the next thing which is something that actually it, it might be a nitpick but I'm going to bring it up anyway so uh, the quote I have I, I'm using for this is like um, Yeah, so um uh two, it was a short why did I say two at the beginning of that? Anyway, two, it was a short or if no two, it was a shortcut on the map that would save us a good week. So this was the part where I like kind of had to take a step back and like I understand that it said that it's probably said in here for convenience um of understanding. But if you're going to use weeks, why not simply use years or even cycles? Don't don't get me wrong. I like the whole like many moons, like like 60, yeah. I'm only 16 moons old and like all that stuff. Like it's yeah. I, I think it's a cool th- way of like giving you giving us the uh, the audience a, a bit of immersion with like an alien chronological method, because um, this isn't Earth. The, uh, and like they. Maybe they do kind of like like kind of added they've they've added some things from like human from the earthling dialect in with their own like kind of like sense of chronological order and such um because it does explain a little bit of that but like the, when it used weeks as a because weeks as a term yeah. it, like it's probably carried over from earthlings but like because like would they have like seven day weeks like we like weeks, weeks no. specifically are a seven day thing so it yeah yeah it, I, I agree with you like and the uh, other example I have of chronological issue was in my uh, it uh, conjunction junction where it couldn't have been any later than four in the morning 
Yeah, like, that's that, that was another thing. Like it, it could it didn't have to do that. It could have been like it was getting close to false dawn by the looks of it, or like it was still yeah. in the middle of the night. It was it was clearly still nighttime. Like it doesn't have to do like an exact like an exact Earth chronolo- chronological uh, method. <laughs> like, do yeah. they have watches? <laughs> How do they know it's four? <laughs> it, 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 it must have been four. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, like I, 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 I want to preface. I did dig the like the moons thing, and like when it was when it was using that kind of stuff, it was fun. But when it started using weeks, oh, wow. and then it was, it, it must have been around four a.m. I was like, how do you know? <laughs> like, wh- why is that? I, I, I get for I us muted this whole time. Look, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I wondered why you were talking over me. <laughs> hey, okay, look. Hey. It's yeah. entirely possible that they already had a unit of measure for hours and weeks and stuff. Yeah. It's just called something else. And when they, that's appropriated into English, like, Oh, this is the same thing as your hours and weeks. So we'll just use those words when we are speaking English. But no. And that yeah. is kind of like years. Yeah. Cause it's, it's, but yeah. it's also not. <laughs> well, and I get why moons, cause like they have so many moons in their sky. Like I think, yeah. Uh, like they have um, to keep track of it. Yeah. Well, yeah, the the whole moons thing seemed really confusing. <laughs> yeah, they have a moon for because each, yeah. they have basically a moon for each day, and then they call a cycle of three hundred moons one moon. Yeah, yeah. Like what? <laughs> it, again, it's like, an alien planet, moons, so yeah, it, actually, it is an alien. Yeah, it's one moons because it's one cycle of moons. Yeah. Yeah. But the the problem is like so two so, days is two moons, but it's not two years. It's just two actual moons at night type well, thing. They probably don't call it moons. They probably call it something else. Maybe they, they might even call it days, like Yeah. Or nights or whatever. Yeah. Like if you are one yeah. moons old, you would be called moons as in plural because it's gone through three hundred moons. So you are one moons old, one cycle of three hundred moons. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it, similarly, it's, when they were calling, like, because they referred to the forest, uh, like, one of the forests there as, like, the night woods. And I was like, okay, so is this, like, planet have, like, uh, is it, like, tidally locked? So, like, the woods are always nocturnal. And then, like, as they're leaving, like, and then maybe that's why the, the valley is so scorching, is because, like, it's just past the, uh, the perimeter of, like, night and day, of, like, the night and day phase of their planet. Um, but, like, we don't really get that because they're live in a video game world where like you walk yeah. to the next area and there's a clear line between the forest and the, uh, the desert. Yeah. But I mean, I, I like, they were clearly talking about like some kind of like, like, like some kind of separate planet. So I was kind of going a little sci-fi. It was like, Oh, well maybe it's a tidally locked planet. And mm-hmm. they're, they're like how they tell the time. Like they don't, like they don't necessarily always see the sun rise and, and fall, but they see the moons constantly like rotating around their planet. So like, maybe that's what it is. But um, like with that sunlight, many... it's always dark. It's always moons. Yeah, maybe. Well, yeah. With that many moons, how could it be tidally locked? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Like, because, but yeah, usually a tidally locked planet is is usually like a a moon of a gas giant in in sci-fi anyway. <laughs> From space, that moon must look fucking crazy. I'm sorry, that planet. Must <laughs> there's look just crazy. there's just so many fucking moons just flying all around. Yeah. Like, orbiting a planet. Jesus Christ! It's like you know, it's it's like uh, if um, uh, it's like Wait, what they say, they like orbit. Sorry, hmm? do they orbit in a ring? 
like the same spot because they can't be all over the place because otherwise you wouldn't see <laughs> just, some of them sometimes. Yeah, they just or yeah, or they, yeah, yeah, or they might so intersect and smash. Yeah, it's got to be a ring. Yeah. Well, uh, think of it like Minecraft, except the sun is the regular sun, but each moon is a different moon. <laughs> God, <laughs> so weird. That... <laughs> so they're just like all the speed yeah. of a Minecraft day is what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay, we're. I, I feel like we might be getting a little caught in the in the sci-fi Probably, speculation yeah, weeds of this. But yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah, but Are yeah. You, and... Long story short, I agree with you because they spend so much time explaining what the hell a moon is in regards to a year. And then they yeah. just go with hours and weeks. Like yeah. I, as, as much as I would be like rubbing my temples being like, oh, I need to explain or understand another term now as much as that would be like kind of annoying, but it would also be good because it's immersive. Yeah. If they actually had a different term for days and weeks and yeah. hours and such. Especially like yeah. the beginning if they, cause he was already kind of partially explaining like what things, how things work on his planet. So like we could have had like a little, like, a quick refresher is like this means this like many like this is a uh, like when the sun rises and falls like this is what we call a day I have a question. yeah i have a question in regards to this whole thing right here sure he is explaining okay this story yeah is written <laughs> yep as if it is meant to be read by someone that is not from that planet i i have a i i have a quote i have a comment in this i you know i'll bring it up now Okay. Um, I gotta find it though. Yeah, here it is. So this is a little bit later in the story. I'm gonna probably go back and forth, but whatever. Fuck it. That night was beautiful. I won't go into detail, as you already know what happened. Trust me. That night, I didn't mind sharing that bedroll with Gerv. At this point, before I knew that, like this was all a hallucination, I was like, oh, I wonder if this story is being told to Nair's kids, who are Nair and Gerv's kids. Since this line could be hinted as being their their inception, and I was curious as to who the because I was curious as to who the author was telling the story to the entire time. Like at first, I was like, so like if this doesn't get brought up, I feel like this story should just be like, um, like this is his like record that he has to, like uh, he's writing out to like to, to some like like maybe it's maybe it's found on a data pad or something, and that's why how we're reading it kind of thing, um, and. But then we get to this part. It was like, oh, yeah, you already know what happened. Uh, like, cause you already know what happened because like, he's telling his kids like how they, like how him and mom uh, met kind of thing. And then but it was like, he wouldn't oh. explain to his kids what a fucking moon is. I, and well, maybe, maybe if they're, it, well, and if they're if, and, and comparing them to squirrels and such. Okay. That, that is, things. that, that is true. So like, although those comparisons, I believe are in brackets and may be out of, um, out of, of uh, lore, perhaps like out of the canon. Yeah, so like the author saying this is what they look like. Yeah, but with this line here, I was like, "Oh God, is this just how I met your mother in space?" Yeah, <laughs> like, uh, and then yeah, like it it isn't <laughs> because I have an update. Like it, it was all it was all fictional, like mm-hmm. this entire journey thing. But in that case, then I feel like this could have been like maybe like this is his uh, like th- th- you're supposed to like write up what happened during your enlightenment before you can leave um but like yeah that that's something that would have been like maybe good at the end to like leave off on is like the character like having to write this down like his 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 experience with the enlightenment punishment yeah but 
We don't. Because as it and, stands, we don't have yeah. a reason that this story should be existing in the actual lore of the world. Yeah, because it's like not even like it's it like it's very meta in in the way it's told because it's like being told to us like it's, it's as if the writer the the narrator is telling us specifically the reader about this thing, which is what you see sometimes in first person perspective stories, but it's like, and, and in movies and stuff, like, I bet you're wondering how I got stuck in this mess as he looks to the camera. <laughs> yeah. But like, yeah, it never really comes out that way in the story. So it kind of makes no, it makes no sense the way it's, it's told us here. So. Mm-hmm. Like, it'd be good if it was, like you said before, like a, a notepad or something, like someone, like he wrote this down to give to the humans when yeah, they went it's... back to earth or something as a, a story. Of yeah, how it, it, things work there, but it's not said. Yeah, it's it's kind of like um I, the original Planet of the Apes story, um is like, uh it, the actual like novel, um is uh, by the at the spoilers for a mo- for a novel from like the 1960s, <laughs> um, the novel actually ends with basically the story of like the character's journey to the Planet of the Apes, um being sent out as a message to like into the stars, like into space and astronauts picking it up and then finding it very hilarious because humans can't space travel. And then it's revealed that the astronauts are actually apes. <laughs> oh. um, so it's like, and it was a similarly um, like a lot of the Jules Verne um, Pellucidar or like the land that time forgot um, stories uh, are all messages in a bottle that the main character has like written up his accounts and thrown out into the sea for somebody to find one day. Mm-hmm. Like that's kind of how the story I thought was going to go, but it, it doesn't ever bring up that part of the story at the end. So it's just like he, his mind just starts slipping at the end. So it's like, is he just talking to his psyche this whole time? Like maybe that's what it's trying to do. But yeah, it was very, it was um, that, that in the moons to years and t- or the moons to time stuff was kind of very bizarre for me uh, with the story. Like I thought it was going to pay off maybe at the end and it doesn't quite do that. But it was cool. The attempt that was made was interesting. So, mm-hmm. but uh, I'll, I'll move on to the next thing I have here. She kissed my cheek and my stomach, tied itself into a knot again and again. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why she kissed your cheek and your stomach? And, and, but it's it's she t- she kissed my cheek, comma. And my stomach tied itself into a knot again and again. It's like, oh, okay. Sounds like this is a grammar thing you're bringing up. I, I wasn't sure where this was going to go, but I just tossed it in here. So It sounds like it. <laughs> okay. kind of is. Yeah. All right, fair. It was definitely a, a shot. Bang. A glance. Oh, oh, whoops. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but my next thing here. I was comfy in my bedroll. My eyes slowly growing heavier. Wait. If you had a bedroll, why were you sleeping on hard earth and rock before? Because like earlier we get this quote, my back ached sleeping on hard dirt and rock wasn't an ideal resting place. Like even with, well, it's probably, <laughs> well, in regards I, to yeah. like having a bedroll on top of hard rock. Yeah. It's still not comfortable. Yeah. But I, I, cause like, I just envisioned he was just like sleeping, <laughs> he's sleeping on the bare earth. Like that was it. But like, no, apparently he had a bedroll. It's like, I, that could have been added earlier. Just saying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like uh, on the first instance of talking about their sleeping arrangements, it should yeah. mention the bedroll. Then you don't have to bring it up ever again. Yeah. Cause it's been already established. Yeah. 
Uh, and then my next thing here. One pair of eyes snarled and moved a little forward. I'm sorry. I slowly hang on. I slowly <laughs> I'll get to it. I'll get to that. Is this more I, grammar? No, 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 no. It is. It's up. I slowly <laughs> crawled back into the bedroll. I watched as the eyes then ran back away towards the, dis- the, the direction of the woods. Mm. So we do get an alien wolf-like descriptor earlier for the lasers. But this makes me, this makes it sound like they're the eyes of Cthulhu from Terraria, <laughs> which are just these floating eyeballs where the pupils shift to, cl- to jaws when they get close to you and ready to attack. Nice, and so that's what I was visualizing is like they were just like <laughs> eyes with teeth inside of them. Because <laughs> it just says the eyes are growling and the eyes. Yeah, are the, moving. yeah. One pair of eyes snarled and moved a little forward. It's like I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, like we get it. Yeah, yeah. The it's, creature yeah. that is connected to the eyes did the snarling and the running, but yeah, like yeah. this is why I didn't throw it into grammar because it's like I get it, but it's just it was really funny to like be literal here. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, and then the next thing I have. Um, uh, so was a gold. Uh, so was a golden bracelet. Turbix golden bracelet. So that was that. He was gone. Us three survivors were fucked. <laughs> I don't know why, but as soon as I read like. Uh, us three survivors were fucked just kind of broke the mood for me like i started laughing a little bit yeah <laughs> like uh, this dire situation is like well that's it we're fucked <laughs> like just like weird it's weird for an alien tribal character to like just say that right like that the, to use that like kind of phrase <laughs> and again they might have a similar yeah. word in their language or for... they might just use like they might have like like some of the english uh word like dialect or the human dialect might be like kind of infused into their de- their dialect now. It's been like two hundred years. So also, his best friend is a human. That oh, you're right. Yeah. So, so he absolutely rubbed off on him a lot. Yeah, but I mean, I just like for the seriousness of the it's like like yes. us three survivors were likely doomed. Like that would have been a little bit I think better than just like we're fucked. Oh, we're <laughs> fucked now. Yeah. I was yeah. Like ah, oh, fuck, bud. Yeah. Yeah, they're just Canadian. I was like ah, oh, fuck, yeah. bud. <laughs> Jesus Christ, eh? <laughs> uh, moving on to my next one, though. Mm-hmm. Um, it couldn't have been any later. Yeah, okay. We, we brought this up earlier with like, yeah, human contact. Uh, pro- and they did sh- humans. It's established that the Earthlings did share their culture. So like, it's there, there's probably some like lean over, but like the the, the precise, the, it's like it couldn't have been more than four in the morning, like kind of is weird. But I'll, 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 we, we already talked about that. So I'll move away. I'll move back or I'll continue. Yes. On. Some way to quickly do that would be make up a word for their timestamp and then in brackets do as you did before where use a, a, uh, earthling comparison. Yeah. Or again, like, uh, I've like, it couldn't have been more than pre dawn. So like the, the, the busy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. Cool. It's like have something that, a word that they use in their culture and then in brackets put in what, us humans in the real world use so the reader which is going to be a human uh, hopefully understand exactly <laughs> yeah uh, and then we get this bit here which i think you'll appreciate gamer oh no i felt a furry hand grip gently around my spine as the serenade just turned to a single sustained low off-key note with a flick of the wrist 
my entire spine dislodged from my body. Fatality. Flawless victory. Yeah, it's like straight up like Sub-Zero fatality. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or or the Predator, like, just holding yeah. up the spine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, moving to the next thing I have here. I thought of this wasted journey and how my life had gone so far and quickly slipped into my endless slumber. How you tried so hard and got so far, but in the end, it doesn't even matter. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know why, but it's like... to lose it all. Yeah. Yeah, because they, yeah, they, they had to climb down that, that ravine, so... Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I just, like, uh, for some reason, as soon as I was like, how, how my life had gone so far, like, immediately, like, clicked to In the End by Linkin Park. That's fair. But my next one here, the door swung open quickly and a man stood in the entrance. He was a member of my species and was holding a notebook. Bevala Marth. Oh, oh, it was Bevala, not Bevala. Damn it. Oh, well, whatever. We already. When we kept saying Bevala, I kept thinking, like, I, I think that there's a woman in this. I, I, it was when I, it, it was probably when, because that was from my rundown. So, like, I probably accidentally misspelled Bevala. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was like, yeah, Bavala Mark. Or, <laughs> oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> oh, so how's your sex life? <laughs> oh, you, you, uh, you, uh, you had sex it with a, uh, <laughs> you, had, you had sex with Gerva? Oh. <clears throat> uh, anyway, yeah. Uh, Bavala Marth, he asked in a bored tone. Or sorry, Bavala Marth, he asked in a bored tone. Yes, that's, that's me. I sobbed out. Wow. Nearly at the end of the story, and we finally get Nair's name. <laughs> Thanks. No I hate it. Too. Like it's yeah. not a revelation or anything. Like I before this came out, I even looked like first, like, did we ever get like if his name was Bavala or Marth in the at the like throughout the story? Like, no, no one ever actually says his name. But we get no. Gerva, Helgix, or Hegix, and uh, and Turba uh, Turbic. But like. We never get Nair's name until right now when he's being uh, questioned by like his punishment operator, uh, uh, like operator or whatever. Yep, five thousand words into the story. Yeah, Jesus. Uh, and then we get this part here. This is actually the end of the story, and like I, I had the whole paragraph kind of added, but I'll just like kind of summarize it. So basically, like he wakes up, um, and it's everything that he experienced, all like that, that whole journey, and so that turns out to be nothing more than a dream. Um, he's then released because his punishment is over and he walks out and sees that like they're in his, in the Huntress community, which has been built upon the wreckage of a, of a starship, the wreckage of the UN Hunter and his sanity fell from, from his grasp. So I was like, huh? So I, I guess we got like a twilight zone or outer limits sort of ending where like you thought it was kind of tribal, but then or you you thought that the, the like because for me for some reason at the end I was like are they a lot more advanced than we than than the story we like proposed earlier like we yeah. thought they were they were merely tribals and then it turns out they're actually like they do have some level of technology that's far more than we thought. Um, yeah, that's honestly how I saw the ending. Basically, yeah, like he had this quote unquote dream situation of like a tribal world, but when he wakes up, it's like a. They're in the same sort of technology as us, or even more. 
because like he walks in with a notepad and he's just like talking like a normal dude yeah like it's 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 a it's a and like so i almost envisioned it like he wakes up like he's i think he's like is he like hanging upside down or like is he like hanging there upside down yeah yeah so like he's like the reason the way i saw it was like he wakes up and he's hanging upside down and it's like a like an office room sort of like decorum like a bear like like a spartan sort of like a sparse sort of like office room with like yeah. wood paneling mm-hmm. and the guy just walks in like and it's like and like there's fluorescent lights and stuff like that it's like like Pavala marth all right you're free to go now your punishment's been paid yeah it's like uh, especially oh. like the board tone also yeah tone that it's modern yeah it really makes it feel like banal like kind of like you know yeah. in a in a modern like this is a this is his day job sort of thing yeah mm-hmm. um but yeah like it was it was really interesting the way it was it, it portrayed that because and it again it gives this the ending almost like a, an outer limit sort of ending where like it's revealed that like the character the entire thing the character experienced was all like in their head or it was some kind of some kind of fiction uh, some kind of fictitious scenario um as a means of punishment that this this culture uses um and i'm also kind of curious about this one thing about the un hunter that keeps referencing like the ship and stuff like that what's the un stand for like it's a starship so like what is what is un <laughs> united nations yeah clearly it, united nations the human it was it, it, oh, it's, it's the human ship so uh, that's yeah. why at the end the technology is there because that's the human starship yeah, so it's the United. So it's like a the the UN uh, like envoy ship that came to this planet, probably, based on the the false memory history lesson we get from from uh, mm-hmm. Bavala. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, um, it could be, but also who knows? It could be anything. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Also, my last thing. I think this is. Yeah, my last thing here. I I kind of think would have been really cool if it, it kind of goes with it kind of does it so it kind of does it on its own but like i really liked the the deconstruction of the ya novel protagonist syndrome that bavala had going like if all that aspect of him was simply just a delusion of his punishment like maybe his his, his species doesn't have all those crazy abilities that he had apparently so like he and it was just like again all part of like the dream sequence and then, like he gets, he jumps back. It gets like sent back to like as his um his memories are coming back. He's realizing, oh, I'm not that special. This was all part of the punishment. I'm actually just a a, a, a like a regular like can't do anything crazy sort of sort of person. Here's the other thing. I just murdered my friend. I I, I the reason all this happened is because I murdered my friend. Like that's why this is the the punishment. Here's the other but, thing too. It says that he's a member of the same race as I am, as as me. That yeah. race could just be human. Yeah, again, they they could just be another like another type of human like that lives on this planet. Like and like they don't have magic at all. It's just that's what he imagined that he had in that dream. But he's yeah. just a mundane human. Yeah, that's one hundred percent. Like they could just be colon like they could all just been like the survivors or the descendants of like colonists of the UN hunter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah, mm. um, yeah. I just I like that. I I think they could, that that could have been pushed a little bit more at the end. It was just like no, yeah, no. Everything in the story was a complete lie, and because it was it was this hellish punishment of like throwing giving this character this like this false fantasy of like I'm an alien on this planet and we have humans once and like we have all these powers and stuff. I'm really awesome. I also have this love of my life with me, but it's our, our love is t- taboo. Oh no, I've killed my friend. But it goes on the whole journey, and then it's like no. 
you you just you just killed your friend in real life and this is the punishment it's like forcing you to like live out this this fantasy and then tear it all down and have you killed in 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 the dream um and it's like you're free to go you've served your punishment now get out of here like I think that would have been so much like better if it had been like elaborate a little bit more on that. It's like, you have no powers. You're just a regular guy who just you're, you served your time for killing your friend. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that been so much more fucked up <laughs> and like, be- but I think that would be better. Um, would have, I think added to the more of the psychological horror of it. Um, but uh, yeah, that's my, that's my actual thoughts. So Mikey, these stands for evil. Hi. Let's see here. Mention the moon stuff. All right. Did you talk about I the moon stuff little... again? Sorry. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're done with the moon stuff. <laughs> moon. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Continue. I took a look into their thick, beautiful eyes. The eerie glow. Ugh. The eerie yellow light emitting from them was always a view of beauty for me. The thick gray flanks of fur surrounding them slowly rose as they slept. So, they're sleeping. How can he see their eyes? I, that just yeah. clicked for that just clicked for me. <laughs> yeah, I've been also, that too. <laughs> also, the thick eyes and like the thick furry flames. Like this character really like the thickness of them. like. There's supposed to be two C's on that from the sound. Yeah, of yeah. <laughs> but yeah, my other part of that note. We say and like looks into their beautiful eyes, the eerie yellow light emitting from them always a view of beauty to me. I'm like, yeah, same. <laughs> it's the best color <laughs> of all colors. <laughs> yeah. Suddenly the uh, the idea is like I I uh, uh, I bedded and pleaded. It suddenly uh, makes a little bit more sense for this character. He's a little uh, too attached to the uh, the appearance of these. These uh these these wolf That's creatures. True. <laughs> Yo, he totally boned it. <laughs> yeah. This is actually this is actually part of, like part of it is also like a wet dream kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. It's part of the fantasy that he has. Like, man, I really love lasers. <laughs> oh, lasers. <laughs> uh, Would that make him a a, a lasabian or something? I wow. <laughs> that was you know what? You know, you know what? You know what, gamer? I I commend you on trying to like. Yeah, that I in. tried real that hard. Was, that was actually kind of creative. <laughs> um, I was just gonna go simply like he's just a furry, but yeah, yeah. I feel like when the word's that close, they would do it. Though. <laughs> yeah. Wow. All right. Uh, so my next quote here, uh, finally, in the early hours of night, we found it, the hollow of heart. There was way down below the sheer cliffs, a river surrounded by many cool caves. Then began the challenge of me climbing, not the others, however, I could simply levitate them below. After which, after much painful effort, both Higgix and Gerva were down below. I had to climb down with put effort. 
By the time I reached the base of the cliff, nightfall had begun. So it took him an entire 24 hours to go down the cliff? Yeah, that's... yeah. <laughs> was it day before? No, well, it was the early hours of night when they found it. And then he levitates them down. Yeah. And then he goes down. By the time he reaches the base, nightfall had begun. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, so he, like, he levitated them down within seconds. And then he's like, all right, I'll be a minute. <laughs> Starts close, carefully and slowly climbing down for an entire day. He took, there, there's some, there's some, like, some platforms or there's some, like, some, like, um some ledges that he was able to, like, stop at and, like, have lunch. <laughs> And then I think what it's trying to say is like yeah. he was levitating them down when it was like dusk, but by the time he actually got to the bottom, it was like midnight and actually the, like pure black. That could have been fixed. Oh, that could have been clarified a little bit better. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Because otherwise, <laughs> it's like trying to say. Yeah. Because otherwise, it's basically like an entire day went by as he climbed out. He's like, he's. Not very good at this guy. No, no. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, they, like he's like climbing down. It's like. It's like like, oh, my fucking powers only work on other people, not my soul. This is fucking bullshit. God damn, what the worst of these powers? <laughs> like, as he's climbing down. Cash is writing these spells as others only. Like, yeah, it's like fucking bullshit. Tar like, target uh, target of casting. God damn it. <laughs> target others. Why is there no target self? Yeah. Why does Levity not have target self? This bullshit. I'm going to fucking deal with my. G I'm going to throw my DMs. Uh, uh, th throw my DM out a cliff or something like that. Fucking <laughs> going down. <laughs> now just sort of like going into like Joe Pesci, like <laughs> I'm also twice like I like this every time I do that I've been pantomiming climbing down like I'm standing up climbing like I'm pantomiming climbing down a cliff <laughs> like, doing... it comes across honestly excellent <laughs> uh <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, that's that is ridiculous. <laughs> that is that is definitely <laughs> that is critical levels of silly. <laughs> oh. uh, yeah, and that's uh, the end of my actual notes or my actual thoughts. Yeah, actual notes, actual thoughts. It works. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it, it certainly falls in line with you constantly changing us, constantly changing the formula today. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> and that is my actual note. It's like, where am I? Am I in an alternate version of the world? <laughs> yeah, you're in the. Uh, what's <laughs> hey, and welcome to to uh, Rigamortis al Dente. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like the show is completely different in the alternate timeline. <laughs> oh, this God. whole episode, we're in the Enlightenment right now. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> All right, gamer in yellow, you're up. My go. Okay. <laughs> Let's see. Now this one we kind of talked about, actually, with the the moon years situation. When I was like googling that at the start, I was trying to see if that was like actually a term for something else. And the closest I got was how many years old would I be in moon years, which some people have calculated. Oh, okay. Like you would be like. <clears throat> multiple hundreds of years old if you're a teenager on the moon yeah it, i think so like yeah because otherwise like how like how many it's basically like how many months these characters are again it's an alien planet so maybe the moons move slower than like a moon is a month usually um like a full cycle yeah. of a moon is a month 
but That's like true. it's not necessarily yeah. a full like, but again yeah. on alien planets like on on different planets that the moon phases would be different could be different so like a moon could be a, a full, like a moon cycle could be a year rather than a month. Dude, a moon could be a day. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. Yeah. Like, so like, they're only like 200 days. In. Yeah. <laughs> Again, like it, it throws they're all famous. <laughs> yeah. They're all, or they're just really, oh. they're just really uh, like uh, <laughs> short lived. Or that. Should... Yeah. Oh, oh, I, uh, I just realized I had one more uh, note on moons. Oh yeah. Okay. So, well, you brought it up, so uh, yeah, it's, it's coming out. Uh, we use the enormous, unusually red moon to mark the cycles. And I'm oh, like no. blood moon. I, I was all. I, zombies are way more aggressive. Yeah, I was. I'm, or no, it's like the blood moon has has risen. All monsters that have been defeated will rise again. Link, you must defeat them again. <laughs> I was like, God damn it. <laughs> so suddenly all those lasers that he's killed come back and he has to deal with them yep. again <laughs> as he's coming he's like god damn red moon like couldn't why couldn't it uh, brought brought turbic back no he guess he wasn't a monster god damn it. you should have called him a monster at least once and then it'd be like well I technically he's a monster <laughs> yeah. uh yeah um <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I shall continue. Yeah. Okay. So, um, this in regards to like the Huntress, uh, like as a whole, are they basically like a covenant like mashup of races that happen to show up on this world? Because it kind of it kind of like feels like that, or like maybe the again the all native races to this world except for the humans. Well, I I kind of <laughs> wondered if like there was a native species, and then like the the UN ship wasn't just humans it had other races um like on it because it was part of the united nations of space <laughs> so there were other aliens on that on that ship as well with them but oh like in this planet is like there was maybe one dominant race that's like Nair's race or whatever the hell but everyone yeah. else is from that <sighs> from that starship it, aliens yeah it it's like Mass Effect Andromeda, where there's yeah. only one new I, species. I definitely like. I was definitely thinking Andromeda while I was reading the story as well. Yeah, you're not wrong. Like, I was, I was thinking there's a couple. Like again, Outrider. I was like, because I was, because I was playing it at the time, uh, or like playing it the same day as I was re- like I, when I started reading this. I was thinking Andromeda. I was thinking Avatar, the last air. Or not, <laughs> actually, yeah, I know Avatar, the last Airbender, because there's elemental bending, and also Avatar, the Avatar, <laughs> and then also Ava- James Cameron's Avatar mm-hmm. uh, with the Navi from Pandora. So yeah, um, but yeah, there's definitely like a bit of a uh, like my your your head. You're kind of like, um, uh, what's the word for? It? I guess you're, you're the brain. You're you're like. The ideas kind of like formulating in my head as I'm like reading the story was definitely like a combination of different sci-fi elements from like pop culture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. But I shall move on. Okay. I guess I'm not going to bring that up. Uh, <laughs> it had to do with moons, didn't it? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> the cycle is cool. That's all. Yeah, um, no, I, I agree. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, so um, we briefly talked on this, but I'll I'll give specifics here. My mind immediately 
halted. There was a, a rustling in the plant behind me. I quickly grabbed my spear from my back, and a ball of purple appeared in my hand. This is like when the, the first attack happened. Yeah. So, first off, this does come off very video gamey and not yeah. historically accurate. As far as Earth goes, I know they're an alien planet. Yeah. Like, I'm aware this is on another world, but, and like, there have been ways designed these days in our real world to actually wear a spear on your back. Oh, Maybe. that's what you're. That's, that, what that's you're throwing. where I'm starting with this. Okay, I, I, there's a spear yeah. magically floating on his back. Yeah. Um. And yes, there are ways to do it in this world now that people have devised, like basically getting a rope and yeah. wrapping it really tightly on the top, leaving some slack, wrapping it really tightly on the bottom, and then it's a sling. And then you yeah. can still use it as a spear without hurting the spear. And if they did that, cool. But without saying that, it's I'm seeing it like a video game, and it's magically floating there, and it bothered that. I'm I'm not gonna lie. I kept thinking of it like uh, Mass Effects, uh, like uh, like how like they just like have like they just like it just instantly clips to his back. <laughs> In Mass Effect, it makes sense because they're wearing armor, and it's the same thing. And with there's cartons, like yeah. Halo. Like it's magnets. How do they yeah. work? <laughs> yeah. Also, it's like don't you don't like people like aren't don't soldiers nowadays have like vel like special like velcro vests or something that you can just like throw things on? Isn't that a thing now? <laughs> Weapons are still slinged. Okay. Like, with a physical like strap. Okay. Like you can take pockets on and off with velcro and yeah, I think that's what I'm thinking of. Stuff, yeah. but not. On weapons, they have <laughs> that's true. Yeah, I will like... not trust my weapon to build. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair. That, that's very fair. Yeah, but yeah. Um, and all that being said, in regards to the spear, um, you'd only really want to sling a spear on your back if you needed to have use of both of your hands. Like a spear is such an easy weapon to carry as it is. You can use it like a walking stick or just rest it on your shoulder as you're walking around. Yeah, slinging it is completely unnecessary unless. You know, he needs both hands to text or something like that. Or I'll, part of his yeah. somatic components for, like, you know, his spells. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So if you... Exactly. If you give him a reason to, that he needs both hands, and you explain that the sling, that there's a sling on the spear, great. But otherwise, it's video game <laughs> weird. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, moving on. We're still talking about Nair here, though. So Nair is able... It's basically just me listing some of the shit that makes him very Mary Sue-ish. It makes um, him a YA novel character. Yeah, he's able to use magic for healing, cause fear or courage. He can alter the world, which he never does. Levitate objects, create light, which he never does. Cause someone's skin to harden, which he never does, and he should have. Enslave someone, which he never did, but he should have. Um, seemingly capable of using a spear and the dagger at the same time, because he like had the spear in his hand and he went to grab the dagger too. So he's, he's gonna like akimbo a fucking spear and the dagger apparently. Yeah. And he's also able to one shot Eliza like in the face, right in the eye, without a fucking problem, even though he's like still young and learning. Yeah. Like, also, didn't he just summon a ball of? Uh, didn't he also summon a ball of purple like energy or something? Yeah. So basically, he was prepping an elder. Anything, but maybe that's the light he was able to create. Like he was able to create a like an orb of like purple light or something. Like maybe that's no, what he threw it at the bush. And then, oh, so like, when, <laughs> when nothing happened, he like nodded over to like have it confirmed. You know what it is? What <laughs> magic missile? A little bit. Yeah. He attacked the darkness with magic missile. <laughs> he straight up attacked the <laughs> and, then, and they got his friend to use flame uh, use fireballer like flamethrower. Yeah, yeah, you right. 
No. Uh, like yeah, like this was like very like this was like very D and D or like science fantasy, like mm-hmm. alien planet. But there's like there's spellcasters. So yeah, straight up. But I like that them being spellcasters and stuff doesn't really. It's not a, a crutch, or sorry, not a crutch. It's not a barrier to protect them from the horror. You know, yeah. like them using magic didn't stop them from dying that one time. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it gave. Yeah, it helps a little bit, but like not enough. Like because these creatures are just that powerful. Yeah. Well, at least the alpha one, the standard one. Yeah. They're freaking. Well, I mean, according to the comparison to kill. Well, for for Nair, who's a YA protagonist. Yeah, he can do no wrong. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Except watch his friends die. <laughs> He's really good at doing that, though. So he yeah. did that right. Yeah, and to be fair, that is a YA protagonist trait. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's all about the emotional damage. <laughs> Indeed. But I shall move on. Yeah. So in regards to the the Liza attack, uh, taking Turbic away and all that. So the the Liza jumps out from the bush, takes Turbic away, and then like while a second one jumps Nair, who just one shot, <laughs> and then <laughs> Nair dealt with and gutted that first Leza so fast, he probably had time to go help Turbic, but he didn't. Also, what the fuck were Hegix and uh, Gerva doing? I was doing? just going to say, okay, even if he didn't yeah. go and help, what are the other two members of the party doing? They're just standing there. There's two uh, people who are more experienced than Nair, yeah, who are doing yeah. nothing at the time to try to help Turbic. Yep. Like, why go help? Do something. Do something. One or both... Like maybe one stayed back to help Nair deal with the one, but at least one, one should have went to help. One could say, like Devil's Advocate, this was a hint that this was not real, or that this was part of the punishment. Yeah, it's fair. Like in hindsight, they did, yeah. yeah. But also, it, it's just so dumb. <laughs> it is really dumb. It's like <laughs> apparently we situation. Guys, honestly, <laughs> yeah. In that situation of what happened there. Um, Nair is not the one at fault. They are. They did not help when they easily could have helped Turbic, and yet they're blaming Nair for bringing them there. But they didn't help. To, they didn't try to stop it from happening either. Yeah. Maybe they just oh. didn't like Turbic. <laughs> yeah. Or I got the better idea. So like the uh, the 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 code name or the code name for the for the hallucination or like the the program the simulation program that they they uh, they put into um or they put um. Uh, Bavala in is um, uh, <laughs> Enlightenment Protocol Derp World. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> it has some derp qualities to it. Yeah. Or, But that's just also dreams in general are sort of derpy for the yeah. same reasons we talked about before. Yep. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So it does have a bit of a, to be fair, like, so again, Devil's Advocate, it does have a bit of a payoff at the end when you realize, oh, that's probably why they didn't help was because it was all part of the punishment for, uh, for Bavala. But I guess, but they should, he should have, have explained been... it out better. Yeah. Like, they he should are they... distracted or like when it jumped out, it should have knocked both of them down and yeah. then Nair went to attack it. So then they were on the ground and they had to spend an action to get up so they couldn't get to Turbic in time. Yeah, or give a reason. Or, um, instead of having them keep like yelling at at, at um Bavala for like right, bring the pack here, and and Bavala is like, it's like, yes, he's my blood brother. You think I don't know that? Like, I've I've killed him. And all that? It's like maybe have that argument be like, and what the fuck were you guys doing? 
Yeah. He just stood there as I fucking dealt with the Liza. The, and then like, but the one of them got Turbic. Where were you guys? <laughs> like, yeah. like have him like uh like argue with them a little bit on that on that front. Yeah, because they fucked up pretty bad. Like yeah. maybe it's a situation where they're like, he's he's done for. There's no point trying to help, but show something to explain that. Like yeah. if the thing came in and like bit his arm off or something and then dragged him away, it's like, oh no, he's done. We can't save him. There's yeah. no point trying. Like, fine. But it almost just grabbed him by the back of his collar and tugged him out, tucked him out <laughs> of the area. Like, no, leave me alone. <laughs> it's like, well. Yeah, like, he may as well have just put a hook around him and pulled him off stage. I was just, yeah, it was a stage hook. It's like, <laughs> like, what? Yeah. Okay, and moving on to my last one of chapter one. <laughs> um, yeah, let me just read this. Okay, yeah. Um, this is uh, Gerva saying this, and she's when she's giving him shit about the attack, actually. Oh. Um, <laughs> you had to go see the pack. They picked up your scent, Gerva said with a sharp tone. Since when do they do that? You've encountered single lezzas in, in packs. Oh, sorry. You have encountered single lezzas in packs. They become twice as clever and uncountable amounts more deadly. They got your scent and followed us. So, I know Nair is young. And I feel like, but I feel like he would have been taught about this fact before all Going of the hunt? facts about the Lezas. Cause like, yeah. and like before he was even trained to fight them one at a time, like they'd be like, Lezas are extremely dangerous and clever, but if you can get one by yourself, you can hunt them. Here's how they would have told him. And yeah. maybe Nair just forgot that part of his training because he's like, so focused on actually dueling them one-on-one. But it would have worked well in that case if Gerva told him something along the lines of like, did you forget what we taught you? Don't go near the pack. You can only fight them one-on-one. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah, that is absolutely something he should. So um, three chapters in, and we finally start getting some descriptors for Gerva. A bit. She has orange eyes. And her race normally have purple eyes. That's it. (laughs) Yeah. That's the only visual we get for this character. She is just a floating pair of eyes. <laughs> and and but like must like but we as we established, um that's probably why uh um uh, um finds her so attractive because he's already stated early on at the very beginning of the story that he like really finds like yellow eyes like gorgeous and beautiful. Oh, and orange is like partially yellow. It's like orange yellow, or it's it's, it's, yellow. it's reddish yellow. Yeah, the orange yellow. <laughs> yeah. yeah, orange <laughs> is reddish yellow. So bam. Yeah. Yeah, it totally makes sense, but also yeah. no. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's like what, what, what do you find appeal? I mean, I mean, one could say it's like, oh, like he finds her like her prowess as a huntress uh, appealing rather than her looks. That's why we don't get any appearance. Like, no, we it's, should probably get a just fine, but like I, she is we, like yeah. the main character. I, I understand. I'm, I'm just, I, she, I was just being silly. Yeah, <laughs> so. but like honestly, all the characters need more visual. Oh yeah, to be honest. Yeah, like why we are... got was um, what's his face. Oh, shit, so fucking he H- gets, yeah, Hagex, yeah, because yeah. we got we got his skin color on that and like his eye color, I believe. But yeah, everyone else is just like this is what they do. Yeah, we don't but get a we need a proper you description. Get to imagine what they look like. Yeah, and in a a story where they're trying so hard to like explain exactly how this world works and what it all looks like, it's weird that they spend so little time explaining what the characters look. Like. Yeah. 
especially like sorry not if you're going like interrupting but like it's like especially when we're like he was a makalesh and then like give us a description there or like yeah. whereas i if you can believe it i was a casual uh a, 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 cal- a calzonian <laughs> whatever mm-hmm. whatever whatever they are i can't remember what the actual because it's it's a very bizarre name uh calzonian probably doesn't matter that Con- much <laughs> conlosian yeah, a conlusian yeah or a conlusian uh and then like give us an explanation as to what how what they look like because like are they just humans <laughs> like are they just space humans <laughs> they might be like is this just star trek <laughs> it's magic but yes well i mean there, there's some magic in star trek it's just it's just really advanced science or dimensional science stuff yeah so does it ever say what um what gerva's uh people are is she just like the same no. as uh yes yeah, so, so okay and then there's gerva she's she's our hunt mistress yeah Moving that's that yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's not important it's not like i love her anyway <laughs> it's not like i find her attractive these two guys are my bros though here's everything about them. <laughs> bros before hoes am i right <laughs> <laughs> oh god okay either way so um they are sleeping and then uh, Nera's basically woken up to stuff happening. She stuck out a shaking finger and pointed to her left. I turned my head to see what she was pointing at. There, off not too far, were the obvious gleaming eyes of at least two lezes. My, my jaw dropped and I slowly rose from the uh, bedroll. One pair of eyes snarled and moved a little forward. I slowly crawled back into the bedroll. I watched as the eyes then ran back away towards the direction of the woods. I looked over to Gerva, who looked relieved. I told her that I would stay up and keep watch. And that, um, but I can't get to sleep after seeing that, she whispered back. So, first off, I was going to joke about Nair not giving a shit and just going back to bed, but he just yeah. did that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was in the middle of writing that, and I'm like, I'm gonna read a little bit more. Oh no, he just straight up does that. Oh, look at the threat. <laughs> I kind of vision is like he's just like he sees that and is like it's gonna put the covers over my eyes. It can't hurt me if I'm cover my covers over my eyes. He's just such a dick though. Like she woke really him up is. because like she needs him to help. He's like, nah, you're on your I'm own. Bitch. Yeah. God, there's such a dick. Yeah. Also, like for a quote unquote hunt mistress, as her title is, she sure is terrified of these. While like the less experienced Nair is totally fine with just going back to bed. Well, yeah, it's the YA novel like character, like the the strong the the strong like female character that is she's is, not uh, strong. The, I, no, no, but the, the the like the one that is supposed to be like the strong female character, like ends up being very vulnerable and like needs the YA protagonist to like to uh, to lift them up and such. Yeah. It, it's 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 a trope. <laughs> it's not a good trope. It's pretty toxic. But I'm just saying, <laughs> it's just weird going yeah. through the story though, because like. When it first described Gerva, I imagined her as some like badass like hunter chick. Yeah. Like some tribal, like ripped chick that like beats the shit out of all the, the monsters that they're fighting and stuff. But then like as it goes on, her like her jackedness just got less and less and she become became basically Dolma. <laughs> it's weird. Cause like well, she's yeah. referred to as the hunt mistress, and she's like not fitting that role at all. She's yeah. just there. While the others do all the work, what did she do on any attack? She watched or got killed. 
She didn't do any tracking. She was just there to be the love interest. That's her entire role. Well, and again, like when by the time we get to the end, it's like, oh, that's I, like, I know that, I, but yeah, I can be mad about it in the moment. That, that's fair. That is very fair. The it was all a dream stuff withdraw. Yeah. Okay. Then um, after Gerva has hugged Nair, kissed him on the cheek, went to him for protection, asked him to not leave her alone, then pushed herself into his bedroll to sleep with him. Um, Nair says this, Gerv, I began, what are you trying to do? I think Nair is played by, uh, Greg. <laughs> what's going on? Mark, but in yeah. This fantasy world, yeah. Basically doing a, what's going on here? And all that completely yeah. oblivious to a woman who's aggressively coming on to him. Well, like I said, like, but it's he, Bavala Marth. <laughs> Bavala Marth. <laughs> yeah. What, what's up? Oh, oh hi, Marth. <laughs> So wait, is that guy on uh, the guy that comes into like the like for the weird accent is the guy? Oh my god! Accent. Yeah. <laughs> oh okay. No, like Hegix is is played by Tommy Wiseau, but yeah. I was gonna say like the guy who comes into like uh to check up on 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 Bavala Marth when he goes to uh for his like enlightenment punch was like it's like uh Bavala Marth. Ha ha ha! That's funny. Hi. <laughs> oh he. <laughs> oh Hamas. He is, he is Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Possible. Your punishment over. You can leave now. <laughs> yeah, that's just life. That's just life. <laughs> okay, then um, in part four, we get... <laughs> sorry, sorry. Okay, we're not done. It, Go ahead. If is so, so, as he's getting them all, you're tearing me apart, Lisa! <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, I, I'd like to thank Mikey for, for bringing that up earlier. <laughs> But like, <laughs> oh, that was so good. I don't. I can't remember if that was on recording or not. But that was that was really good. We've only talked mm-hmm. about this on recording. Okay, I was. I can't. It. It's been. A, it's been a while. <laughs> Has it? Yes. Mm-hmm. You've also been doing multiple recordings this week, I believe. Yeah. Time is a flat circle, and I have a beer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah, please. So, this is in regards to the fight in the cave. And like the whole flow of it. Yeah. I screamed to the others to run, but when they awoke, the Leza pounced. I heard Gerva scream loudly as Higix uh, quickly conjured a ball of fire into his hand, and I attempted to lift the Leza off Gerva, but I failed. So, Higix got the highest initiative roll, and he's yep. using his action to prepare a spell. Yep. Nair went next, and attempted to use Levitate, but he didn't roll high enough to beat the Leza's weight category. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gerva tried to break the grapple, but failed, clearly. Um, the Leza boss went next, and rolled a coup de gras on Gerva and succeeded, killing her. Yep. Then the next round of initiative, uh, Hegex launched the fire at the Leza, doing damage, but not nearly enough. Nair rolled San and failed hard, giving up all following turns. <laughs> and then the Leza just attacks Hegex and killed him both. Yeah. That's how that combat went. This has been a gamer master um, uh, segment. <laughs> it just it felt very. It, it feels, RPG. yeah, it feels very, de- especially like, we like. I feel like our show has been infected like more and more with like tabletop, uh, tabletop talk yeah. of late. But yeah, like it's very. It felt very much like a a tabletop RPG like D and D like initiative combat kind of thing. It might also just be because our minds are. Like wired to view everything like that nowadays. Yeah. Like hell, we do our freaking notes in initiative order. If you think about it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, in regards to 
Nair just letting it kill them all. Like, Nair was shown to easily one-shot a normal Leza in the eye when it jumped at them in a surprise. Yet when one is busy occupied, sorry, when one is occupied killing his friend, he couldn't have stabbed one or both of his eyes out with a spear or like attempt to. I, I, I definitely I, went nuts after the death. He didn't try to do anything at first. Yeah. Sorry, I definitely heard that like wrong. I like he could have stabbed his eyes out. Like I thought his eyes was like just his own his... eyes. No, the Lez's yeah, eyes. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I, I heard that wrong, and I just maybe started chuckling uncontrollably. Yeah, but <laughs> like, ah! either way, yeah. like the whole previous fight scene with him like owning one of them. Yeah, that was unnecessary because like it would have been more necessary if he attempted to do that here and showed that he is not skilled enough to kill this. Like, try the same thing, and it just doesn't work, you know? Yeah. Because then that shows the, the difference in power level, but he didn't even attempt. Yeah, he just froze. Yeah. He rolled, he failed Sandcheck from losing uh, um, uh, Gerva. No, but he he didn't try to do anything before she died, even. Oh, that's true, yeah. It's the same situation as Tervik. He just let him die. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, yeah. Yeah. And then my last note is the whole like it was all a dream situation. Is just a read that I'm like, eh. <laughs> see, mm. like I I would agree with you except it for this it did have like a cool like maybe it's because it, it's it's told in like a sci-fi way. I was like, it actually made it feel smarter <laughs> than just like it was all a dream. Ugh. <laughs> I ugged a little bit. I'll say that. Yeah. The ugh is part of the reason of my partial. Gotcha. But that's then in my notes until final recommendations. All right. Well, that's a good segue to final recommendations or final thoughts. Uh, so, yeah, I really dig the sci-fi fantasy elements of the story and like the kind of the 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 the, the social. Uh, so I guess it has a little bit of social commentary sci-fi to it, like with the more or less just like a an interesting twist at the end that kind of comes off like a Twilight Zone ending or a Outer Limits ending. What's the social but, commentary in this? I, I I don't know. Uh, maybe it's just like the way like they this tro- this culture uses like um like when somebody kills somebody, they make them like do this kind of like, this like this like basically relive this like or, like live a fantasy life and that is pulled away from them and or turned to nightmarish. Um, may not be like as may not be so much a social commentary as just like again a a sci-fi motif. To mm. it. Um, but I definitely think this could this could be worked on a fair bit more that, and even like fleshed out a bit and like some things made a little bit more clear. Um, like not just the, like make, make the ending a little bit more clear about like what's going on, but also the, like some of the details in the, in the, in the journey of the story, like have that be a little bit more properly clarified in like some better ways. It, it definitely could use a few more rounds of editing. Um, yeah, the ending, I, I wish there was something like if it is meant to, um, say that they're in a more modern world. I wish there was something there to clarify that. Honestly, it would be really cool if like, they weren't, yeah, they weren't in wreckage. If it was actually like a full-fledged, like they were actually in like, they, he get, he walks out onto a paved road and there's like vehicles going by and stuff like that. Like It can still be the wreckage of the ship from when they got there, but that was ages ago and they've ex- like advanced a lot. Like he gets out yeah. and looks at the wreckage of that and then hauls a cap. Yeah, like you know, it turns out that yeah, it turns out like they're, they're yeah, 
yeah like it turns out like yeah they are a lot more well off than we than the the entire story is let on because that was all in this fantasy world version mm-hmm. like that would have worked so much better so like that's yeah. honestly why i'm giving it a partial recommendation i love the potential here and i like the the idea of like the sci-fi fantasy element and stuff of like that and then the mind fuckery but it needs more work like it just needs more work so you know that's why i'm way to end it to show the his loss of San and that it's in a more futuristic timeline. He gets out and it says like he's lost his sanity at that point. Yeah. So he's just like thinking about it. And then like basically the last line is saying, I stepped out on the road as a car came by. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like that, like that would have been perfect as, as he gets hit by a a Leza model. uh, It's, it's like a, it's like a, like a, a a car that's, that's the model is a a Leza. Yeah. And it's like a black car with like bright yellow headlights on it. Exactly. That would have been so good. Yeah. Fuck. Ah. Yeah. So like that's snow tires, so it's got like extra grip. <laughs> yeah. For claws. Yeah. Yeah, like again, like, yeah, basically, like, like, yeah, the, the wolf that he thought in his in his fantasy was actually just a vehicle. So what if like oh and then like was that like a prophetic th- thing then? Or, or I'm just thinking is like then that might even mean that like in his fantasy world like that was all tr- like that was all like basically like in his mind stuff. So the wolves that he was fighting in that that's how his friend died. He died in a car accident with him, or he accidentally ran over his friend, and that's why he was going through this punishment. Like that's like it was vehicular manslaughter. Yeah, and he was driving a a, la- a laser model uh vehicle or something. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, uh, yeah. So that's that's why I'd give it. Yeah, so that's why I, I give my partial recommendations. Like, there's a cool mindfuck, but there could have been so much. It could have been so much better. Like, there was clear potential here, but uh <laughs> So, Mikey, these stands for evil. <laughs> hey, let's see here. So, tis a fine sci-fi fantasy story, but sure is no creepypasta. Um, uh, I didn't find myself creeped out because of the fact that it was a sci-fi fantasy set on another world. Like, th- this is more like a popcorn pasta for me, where I just read it and enjoy it, and yeah. there's no... Yeah, it's, it's... It's a thriller at best. Yeah, it's it's like weird... Yeah. It's like weird weird fiction, like, which is like... It, it, which is a combination of sci-fi elements with some horror elements. Like, the I I also was like wondering at the by the throughout the story I was like when's the actual like is there gonna like a horror thing and it does happen like they all get killed and mauled and stuff like that and that's at the end and then there's the mind fuck and I think that's probably the most creepiness we get of the story so it's like more of like a weird fiction yeah yeah it's but again as you... it's not like like it's it's like tech potentially you know that they just do and yeah. like the creepiness is just the way that they dish out punishment in that world. Yeah, so weird fiction. Yeah. Like it's a combination of different genres. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and as you stated, cultist, it's more reminiscent of like an Outer Limits episode, where at the end it's revealed, oh, it was all in his head. Yeah. Uh, Which uh, so... I mean, outer, the Outer Limits and stuff is like classified as a like, like it does sci-fi, horror, and fantasy kind of elements together. So, but yeah, yeah. but. Uh... At the same time, there wasn't enough punch for this. Yeah. Um, at the end, to make me go, oh, like it's just okay. 
it like and the the revelation at the end that it was the crashed ship, the legendary ship that nobody has found or whatever, and it's like, well, that was all in his head. Yeah. So the revelation that's there isn't actually a revelation. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I I really feel like if we had gotten him like as his true memories were coming in, and he re- he we got a flashback of how he killed his friend, and maybe it was like a dark, brutal way, or like maybe it was a horrific accident or something like that. That could have like added more on to like than just realizing that like the wreckage is there, like the Statue of Liberty's head is there. The Planet of the Apes is actually Earth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So. As I originally stated, my recommendation is yes and no. Uh, If you like sci-fi fantasy stories, I'll give it a recommendation. But as a creepypasta, I'm not recommending this. Ah, okay. I understand your yes and no recommendation. (laughs) Yes. This is what we like to call... It's like, you know, we actually do have a word for or a a phrase on the show for this. It's called a conditional recommendation. (laughs) You know, it's, you know, yeah. (laughs) Like I've used the conditional recommendation as my recommendation before. Like if you're into this kind of thing, you're going to like it. If you're not, you're not going to like this. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. But yeah. Okay. I understand now. (laughs) <laughs> we got there. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, gamer. Yeah. So I was going to fully recommend this, but the ending is kind of weak in my opinion. Yeah. I, I feel the story would be better if you didn't read the last part, but he just uh, died. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Yeah, yeah it just cuts away the black. Yeah. He dies. Yeah. And then, you know, there's repercussions to shit that happened, but because it was all a dream, everything up to that point doesn't matter. Yeah, that's you true. Know? And also, like, um, I know you don't like this t- perspective, but like, or th- this type of perspective, but like, um, from this, like, you could still have it be him, like, explain to the audience, like, what happened, because like that is a type of narration where like our narrator has been dead this whole time, and like that's like, and like, so like the character, like that, th- there is no actual like, oh, well, who is he talking to? Or how, who was telling the story? It's like, no, you don't have to worry about that. Because like that's how the story was. Like That's the perspective of the story. It's just like, it's just a story that's being told from this perspective. You know even if the character dies. To explain out why this is written down, this is a transcript of what happened during the simulation. Yes! He's the still in, he was still in there. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. simulation ends. He dies in the simulation. Maybe this is the death sentence. And he actually, his body dies too. And or then, like, at the end, they they pull out the the data disk of this transcript and like file it away. Or even worse, like worse than death, it starts over. And this oh, has God. been the this has been the one this has been like the the twelve hundredth time he's relived this. It's basically he's the the sentence the enlightenment is actually a hell, like like a simulated hell. Yeah. So like he dies like that, and then. Like okay, maybe at the start of the whole um, story, it would be him waking up. It's yeah. the very start of the story, and then he, at the end he dies. And then at the start, at, at the very end of the story, though, it resets the entire thing. But yeah, it like also we... says like, um, or, or sorry, right before. Okay, he dies, and then yeah, it'll it stay like, um, like rebooting, um, starting um, 
starting cycle 400. Yeah. And, and then, then it does the he'll... same initial blow. Yeah, exactly. That would be so good. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, yeah. Like, like it has potential. It's just that's it. Need, it need to go the extra mile it needs to push. Yeah. In one way or another, because as it stands, it's a little unremarkable in certain ways. But yeah, like it's the story of it is cool, and the um the world. I'm surprised I got into the world as much as I did, and liked the characters as much as I did. Yeah, considering there was so much learning I had to do. Also, considering how like we don't know what the characters actually really look like. Uh, not at all. One has orange eyes. And one has dark skin. Yeah, one's dark skin, and then like. Nair or Bavala or whatever the fuck. Just we never get a description of him. No, he's a silhouette. <laughs> and Turbic's not here long enough to we know what his remains look like. We know he's short because <laughs> he's a human. Yeah. Yeah. So we know so that we know all Bavala's these other races tall. are taller than humans. Yeah. But that's all we get. I we get more fucking description from the monster, which I mean actually that's kind of what you oh actually that's that's both kind of though. what you want, but you kind of what you don't want. Like we know it's a wolf uh, like a lupine like cre- alien creature. That's about it. Only, only based on the picture. Does it ever say that it's I a thought it does give, I thought it did give a description at the very beginning. Um it just said the eyes oh, no, of this and as no, of fur. Yeah, the thick gray flanks mm-hmm. of fur surrounded them slowly. Oh, <laughs> I don't think it actually says that they're a wolf. Like the I think, I think, it's, no. yeah, I think it's really just like um, from the based off of like the fact that they they hunted packs and like there's gray flanks of fur, um, and they've got like gold, like yellow eerie yellow eyes. I just kind of envisioned a wolf before I even saw the picture. So yeah, yeah. The way that I viewed this in the end, well, sorry, throughout the story, I viewed them as dire with yellow eyes. Yeah, but when it, like grabbed him by the head, then I'm like, oh, okay, no, they're werewolves. They're oh no. Werewolves. Yeah, the other thing that got me was no. the um the heart the the heart <laughs> scales. So like the the scales that are underneath their fur, and I was like, oh, so are they like they're like they've got like chitinous armor or like chitinous inner armor. <laughs> yeah, hence yeah. why they're so tough. Because it said something in regards to the um the spell that he uses that he has, but he never uses, but he should have that hardens your skin as hard as a as a lezes. It says that yeah. as a description for that spell. Yeah. Which he really should have used. Really should have. Yes, like, Mikey, you were all these spells that could have helped him. He doesn't yeah. say. Oh, the, the, they're just disembodied claws with hands. Oh god, they're Raymond's <laughs> they're monsters that are like Rayman. Or... Yeah. <laughs> Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, when it was describing all of them and himself as well, it says I gotta find this because I didn't actually write this down. It says something about his powers, like he had them. But then he does. But he still does have magic. He just. I wonder if he lost some of them or something. Maybe. Where is it? Or maybe it's like a wizard. He has them, but he hasn't prepared them that day. Yeah, yeah or he has only so many spell slots. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, this part here, he describes all the shit he he can do, and then it says, "All of the power was mine until the hunt of Scorch Moon three hundred four." Yeah, I, I was wondering if that, like, Does maybe he not that was... have those powers now. Yeah, I, oh, I was wondering that, or like maybe that's like in reference to like the valley that's like scorching hot and stuff like that. Like, so like maybe that's the hunt. Maybe like that's the time frame, the timeline, right? Or maybe three hundred four is the uh, is the amount of times he's been doing reliving this cycle over and over again. Maybe that would have been really good. That would have been a really good like add on to the story at the end if we'd gone with the oh. simulation three hundred four. 
Yeah, like um, early on it says what year it is in the Moon 304 or whatever, but then the next cycle is, it goes through, it's like Moon 305 now. Oh, like, God. <laughs> yeah, that would be good. Yeah, initiating. Yeah, a exi- subtle thing that you probably wouldn't even notice, but when you I do, know. Yeah, it'd, it'd, be, it'd cool. be so good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, those, where am I now? Kind of went on a tangent there. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Um, <laughs> it, but in regards to this whole thing, it's cool, and I like the world build, building that's happening in all this, and it shows more of the the function of the set of the society and all that. But by the yeah. end, this is in regards to the end. Uh, but by the end, like I couldn't nail down whether they are still a tribal setting or not, or if they are further along. Like I wish it clarified that. That would yeah ramp up my rep- recommendation for sure. But while I was reading this, I. Early on when I was reading this, I was struggling to get into it because there was so much to take in and understand because it's explaining so much about this planet that isn't ours. Um, and all the animals and all that, what society they live in, races, abilities, etc. It was like a lot of information up front. But that being said, it does a pretty good job explaining all that once you get into it. Except yeah. for the characters. <laughs> yes. I could have done with more description of the characters. Especially Turbic and Gerva and Nair, actually too. <laughs> Get All of them, really. Let's just All of fair. them, pretty much. Yeah. Um, other than that, the story read well. Um, most of the grammar issues weren't speed bumps to slow me down of my enjoyment of the story, and I appreciate that the author went for it and committed to explaining an entirely fictional world in this instead of just doing the same sort of situation on Earth. Like that takes balls, <laughs> and I, I give you props for that. Yeah. And for those reasons, I can't not recommend this because I enjoy it. And I can see the love that went into this. It's just, I, with a couple of tweaks, this would be awesome. Yeah. So still a partial, but I really like it. I'm just, I'm, I'm just realizing like, the title of, of it could be like, the, so the title is called Leza. And it's about uh, like the wolf hunt and some of that because it's part of the punishment. And then have again, like if we don't have the simulation ending, if we have the car, him walking out into the street to get hit by a by a laser car, like that title makes so much more sense too. Like like for that as well, like it's it's an, it, it ties it up nicely at the end too. If that was the ending, yeah. there's just so much potential for the story. It really is, and that's why right. I like it, and I want to recommend yeah. it higher. But yeah, it needs more work. It, it needs work. Yeah, uh, but. And so, yeah, I think that's going to do it for tonight. So, like, um, two two partial recommendations and one conditional yes and no recommendation. <laughs> um, <laughs> it, it's got a lot of heart and a lot of potential. It just needs some work. Um, mm-hmm. Like, needs but that it's extra still push. very readable as it is and enjoyable. Yeah. But as Mikey said, it's not necessarily a creepypasta. It's an yeah, it's... action thriller pasta. I I still I categorize it as like that type of creep pasta that's more of like a weird fiction, but yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, that'll I think that'll do it for this week's episode. So if you like what you heard, or if you didn't, leave a comment in the comment section below where this gets posted, whether it be on Podbean, Facebook, YouTube, or Tumblr. We're all on Twitter. Mikey is at the E stands for Evil. The Gamer in Yellow is at the Gamer in Yellow, but without that W at the end because his name is very long. Yeah, and I'm at Review Cultist. Uh, if you'd like to help, if you'd like to send us emails, you can go to aldenterigamortis at gmail.com. That's A L D E N T E R I G A M O R T I S at gmail.com, where you can also leave us suggestions for other creepypastas, SCPs, spooky things. You creep it, we'll peep it. Yeah. 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 
What? <laughs> we got a mic here. That was almost like a lurch. <laughs> and if you'd like to help support our show financially, you can go to Patreon. Look up Aldente Rigamortis and select the back tier that supports that. We have $2 and $5 tier, special episodes, early access, extra content. To our patrons that are helping support the show, thank you immensely. You're helping keep those hosting bills at bay. And as always, we very much appreciate that. And hey, if you want to watch us torture ourselves by reading and, and discussing uh, Twilight, uh, the, the, the novels, um, we're kind of doing that on our, on our Patreon uh, show. So um, we've already got Twilight Book 1 and Twilight Book 2, thanks to RPX Adam and Brownie. <laughs> And you say us, Mikey and I did not participate in this. You could not pay us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, but I, I, by God, like, it, it, it is, we do it for our patrons. <laughs> we, we put it, we put it, we put it out there. Like, if anybody wanted to do it, uh, want us, want us to do it. And unfortunately, Someone somebody, said yes. <laughs> somebody said yes. And even, up to their 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 pledge for it so i was like god damn i guess we're doing this mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh yeah that's the kind of content you can see on our uh patreon so and for our listeners and the authors of these stories thank you immensely because without your listenership it would be like screaming into the void and without your authorship without your writing and the courage to put it up there online for somebody to look at and read and and enjoy we really wouldn't have much of a show because we'd have nothing to talk about. So thank you. Until next time, I have been your host review cultist. I'm Mikey. These tens are evil. And I'm the gamer in yellow. And this has been Aldente Rigamortis. Sleep well.